Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Monday, February the 14th, 2022. So today we're going to be back in Matthew chapter 6, and we were talking about prayer. And we're talking about Jesus' words about prayer. So far we've talked about that Jesus kind of tells us to pray in secret. That Jesus tells us not to make our prayers about being a big show. And then Jesus is giving us a model prayer. And we just started very simply in the very first word, which was our, in our Father. And so in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, it says, Pray then in this way, our Father. So I'm going to stop with that word Father today. I know that word can be a, a source of contention for people and sometimes a real source of pain. I know that fathers in this world are not always uh, the examples that maybe we would want or even need. And so to call God Father for some people is very difficult. It's painful even. And I also know that God is not male or female. So to call God Father is in some ways incomplete. And yet Jesus does it. And so we have what we have to look at is why is Jesus doing this? What is his context? Like what is he saying by saying our Father? And one of the things I think we need to realize is that in the background of all this is the idea that as a Jew, you would not say the name of God out loud. So the idea that you would even say Yahweh, that was not something you would do. That was the name for God. And so there was this reverence for God such that even to this day, Jews uh, who write will often write G slash D instead of G-O-D. They won't write the full name of God. And, and when they would see that word, uh, which in our English would be Y-H-W-H, they would pronounce it like Lord or Adonai. Uh, sometimes that was the way that they said the name of God, but they wouldn't say the actual name of God. And so for Jesus to come along in this kind of culture and then to say our father, and the word for father he uses is more like dad. So imagine this, going from this God that was so holy and reverent, there was so much reverence that you wouldn't even say God's name. That could seem really impersonal, right? But that Jesus is revolutionizing his disciples' understanding of who God is by saying, this God is like dad, like, like the closest companion or person you can think about, the, the ideal dad, I would say. Uh, so I always tell people, if dad is a bad image for you, if, if your father figure uh, was not a good image, then think about the person in this world that loves you the most, has loved you the best. Think about their kind of love, the people who love you through the thick and through the thin, when you do well and when you fail. Those kinds of people, think about them and then multiply that on a factor of hundreds to thousands, right? So God is this ideal parent figure, this ideal figure who loves unconditionally, who loves us how we need to be loved, who loves us in a way that actually changes us, transforms us. 
And that is the power of the word Father in this prayer. It's not saying that God is like our earthly father, especially if our earthly father has left us or failed us or, or caused us all kinds of pain. Um, but what it is saying is that God is like this ideal person in your life. And that God can be addressed, that you can approach God uh, in this new covenant that Jesus will bring with confidence. That you can have a, a personal relationship, an intimate relationship with this God, kind of like a child would have with their parent. Uh, I have a, a teacher that I listen to a lot. He's deceased now. His name is Thomas Keating. And he always says, if, if parent is a bad image, then think about grandma or grandpa who get to send you home, right? So that kind of love, the, the ones that gush all over you, that just love your being present with them. I think about when babies are born, how we just look at them and we're just in awe of this, this new life, right? And, and how grandparents just gush all over their grandchildren. Or maybe spoil their grandchildren a little too much. So, so this image of, of God as Father doesn't need to be something that keeps you from God. It, it's meant by Jesus here to be something that, that has you kind of approach God with a new kind of love and confidence. And this is what Jesus is doing for his disciples. Because their understanding of God is this God who, who they have this huge reverence for God, which I think we should because God is holy, God is powerful, God is mighty, but Jesus is saying God is also approachable. God is not distant. God is here. God is loving. God is like that parent, dad, that you want to run and, and throw your arms around. And so Jesus is teaching his disciples a new way of thinking about God. And for us who have this kind of maybe down the years, the, the image of dad has been kind of distorted and broken. Um, what we need to do is we need to understand Jesus' impetus behind the image, and that was that, that God is approachable, that God does love you, that God loves you more than the most loving person that you can imagine. And for these disciples who wouldn't say the name of God in prayer, to now begin to call God Dad, that was pre pretty revolutionary. So today I hope you will approach God with confidence uh, the, the New Testament tells us it's through the blood of Jesus, as Jesus has made us right with God, now we have the confidence to approach God boldly, that we can enter into the Holy of Holies. We can enter into the presence of God with boldness, not because of our performance or not because of how we've lived our lives, but because of the grace and the mercy of God through Jesus Christ, that you can speak to God. Uh, you can speak to God as one who loves you dearly and you can love God back in that same way. You can love God boldly and know that you will be accepted. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.